Hey, this is Z Scott, President and CEO of TSQ Marketing Incorporated, aka the SEO Queen. And if you want to learn the six and seven figure science to success, significantly increase your revenue and learn how to successfully build professional relationships, you should be listening to the Sell Without Selling podcast with my good friend, Stacey O'Byrne. If you're ready to get out of your own way to follow the seven-figure science of success, then welcome to Sell Without Selling. Tune in with renowned international speaker Stacey O'Byrne as she shows you how mastering relationships, achieving the proper mindset, and attaining the necessary motivation will catapult you away from failure and onto your journey to greatness. And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne, and today I'm speaking with a really good friend of mine, Z.L. Scott. Z.L. Scott is the SEO queen, is creative yet technical marketing and search engine optimization coach who achieves authentic success through building credible, visible, and profitable brands. She is the chief digital strategist for the SEO services company, TSQ Marketing Inc. With an MIT degree in the science of information technology management. Wow, MIT, I'm impressed, Z. Z is a sought after digital marketing partner who procures tangible results for client companies wins on key performance indicators, that's KPIs for those of you who know what success and how to measure success is in business, are transparently tracked, monitored and evaluated. Return on investment is always considered when any digital marketing strategy is crafted. Z not only has her finger on the pulse of today's ever shifting tech scene, but also offers a credible track record. She has 20 plus years experience in business development and entrepreneurial experience. An acclaimed violinist, Z brings an artistic and strategic perspective to all marketing campaigns. She gives visibility to her clients' brands through the application of her wisdom and technical experience from 20 plus years experience building websites and employing the marketing fundamentals critical to her success in building over 200 digital marketing campaigns in various niches, sectors, and industries worldwide, all within the past five plus years. Z serves her clients' needs with an extensive knowledge base, including web development, webmaster, web application development, SEO, SEM, link building, Amazon SEO, technical SEO, WordPress SEO, Shopify SEO, PPC, social media marketing, email marketing, marketing automation, and beyond. Unique value is not one size fits all. Z guides individuals and businesses to find clarity, confidence, and certainty in what authentic success means to them within the constraints of their budget and deadlines. Z's efforts have generated millions of dollars in revenue cumulatively. Over 60 million and over counting. 60 million and counting. Hear that. Over 60 million and counting for her clients. And that's conservative. You, and that's conservative. conservative. <laughs> Utilizing her business development skill, 
she also built a recurring book of business worth over 500,000 for a Michigan-based digital marketing agency in two years. Z.L. Scott is the SEO queen, and she looks forward to bringing added value to all facets of your marketing and SEO needs. I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I'm really excited to get in today's conversation with Z. And as you've heard from her bio, she has a lot to share with us. This is gonna be a phenomenal conversation. Really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business, and your success, or you just want more, and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you, your business, your income, and your success to the next level. If this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application error that will lead to a personal phone call with me to see if we're a great fit for each other. All right, Z, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Glad oh, to be here. Thanks so much. With your busy schedule and all your accolades and accomplishments, I am blessed you're on the show and I'm excited for everything you have to share with our listeners. I'm really curious, how did you get into becoming the SEO queen? MIT in itself is beyond impressive. So you have to talk about that too. Well, before I was born, my grandmother and my dad were sitting at the kitchen table and my grandmother gave my dad some career advice. She said, you need to go into computers. Mm -hmm. So my dad listened to his mom and this is in the sixties. Wow. And this is when they had the vacuum tube mainframes and the punch cards. Mm -hmm. and so my dad, he, he goes and gets a degree in computer science from Cal State Dominguez. Um, I, I was, I think I was like one or two at his graduation with, his, with this business degree, but he was one of the top students in his class and he's taught at Long Beach City College. And over the years, he's taught me everything I know about coding. And, um, he, some people are multilingual in different languages, but he masters computer languages like that. So nice. he, um, encouraged me to apply to MIT when I was in high school and I was going through all those letters after my high PSAT score. They mm -hmm. were sending me letters and this ad, come to my school, consider my school. And MIT sent me a card and I picked it up and I remember laughing. I'm like, MIT wants me? I'm <laughs> like, what? Because mm -hmm. MIT wasn't even like when I was going through high school and junior high and elementary school, I was thinking about Harvard and Yale and maybe the UCs. Mm -hmm. So I got into all of the ones I applied to except for Harvard. So when my dad said, apply to MIT, I'm so glad I listened. Nice. Because I had a phenomenal college experience and I would definitely go again. MIT is an incredible place. Still have friends, lifelong friends That's from phenomenal. MIT. And it really taught me to be fearless when facing anything. So that that's what any anxiety about learning anything new, like MIT got rid of that. <laughs> I, I don't bet. have anxiety in that area. <laughs> <laughs> so reality is anything that presents itself to you, you figure ah, I made it through MIT. I can really do anything at this point. Yeah. So. Nice. 
Nice. So, so what, what got you into SEO? I mean, I, I, I get that you studied what hardware is, is that kind well, of what actually, your focus I was, was more, I was focused more on software. So I took, um, a Java class, I mm. took a C++ class, and I took a web development class as mm. well, along with uh, logistics and business communications and management classes, innovation classes. Mm -hmm. And um, they were really cool because those case studies that we studied were really helpful, like um, understanding, you know, price segmentation and segmenting the market and the psychology behind that. Um, I've used that. I use that to this day. It's like I have offers that are zero, 10, 25, all the way up to $15,000. So um, I think, you know, that that experience I got there was was pretty awesome. And I got to study all types of great stuff. But when I graduated from MIT, I worked as a web applications developer for Raytheon. Okay. And I was there for about a year before I accepted my full ride to get my master's degree in public policy from University of Michigan, which I'm proud to say that I'm a newly chosen selected commissioner for the Long Beach City Redistricting Commission. Nice, so congratulations. I, I just did my life scan and I get my little ID card and all that good stuff, so. <laughs> So he enters politics, look out world. <laughs> well, I've run for office before, so this isn't okay. my first foray, but this is kind of like, I sit on my son's uh, PTA board and the sister cities, the main sister cities of Long Beach uh, committee. I'm the secretary. And then I'm also the secretary for the Mombasa, Kenya uh, boards. That's phenomenal. So Love Long Beach. is very important to me. That I, I absolutely agree. I've been I've been involved in the community for for years. I was actually involved in uh, an organization called LBCBN, which is now the Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce of Long Beach. I had been involved with it for years, and and I wholeheartedly believe that in order to be supported, we must support. Oh, absolutely. And I think by being connected, whenever there's an issue or a question um, that I have with regard to my business or anything else, because I'm involved, I know who to go to and I don't feel awkward about approaching anyone asking any questions. I really feel, you know, Long Beach to me is one of the best cities, but to answer your question about how did I get into SEO? Mm -hmm. So after I got my master's degree, after my divorce, I started working for this small tech company. And I was tasked with growing their business. So I grew their business in Michigan. And that's when SEO became really popular. That's when I really started to pay attention to it and utilized my website design and development background to really understand what it is. And I studied it like crazy. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. So so what, what had you flip the switch to go from being an employee to being an entrepreneur, a business owner? Well, I'm so happy you asked me that question too. That's a great question because when in the midst of me making this man all this money mm -hmm. with this company that was making all this, because when I counted up how much money I was bringing in, I asked for a raise. Yeah. Not one, not two, but three times. Oh, <laughs> and. And it really dawned on me, 
you know, especially as an MIT graduate, and I'm seeing a lot of my peers, you know, have started businesses or doing all these great things. I'm like, you know what, let me get into this. And I realized, you know, now looking back, you know, my, my MIT education was great for a corporate setting. Mm -hmm. So I've had to learn a lot about running a small business. <laughs> yeah. And it's a whole different ball of wax it's a, a bigger yeah than a bigger because you know there's there's cross function cross functionality is not an option mm -hmm. for a small business mm -hmm. it's the only way yeah yeah so <laughs> i have to learn pick up different hats and then there's some things i thought i was ready for but i wasn't and so just getting my handle of being more disciplined about the numbers because i'm the type of person where i just i really care about my clients and just doing the work but just scrutinizing that but i think i'm really really headed in the right direction i love it absolutely so. love it so how long ago did you jump off the cliff and and become this empowered entrepreneur that's just seizing the world by by every breath that you have um i took the jump in 2012 mm -hmm. and in this year I finally committed to not ever working for someone else so <laughs> I absolutely love that that's I, I would take on little projects here and there there was some like I worked as a um, for a nonprofit organization called the Valley Economic Development Center mm -hmm. I worked with them for a little bit over a year and it was a great experience but due to circumstances beyond my control, they end up shutting their doors, but mm. it was a great opportunity working with a lot of small businesses in Long Beach and the, you know, South Bay area. But um, after, yeah, before that, I was working for another um, agency, and then I worked briefly for uh, a small tech company. But at, at this point, I, I've, when I started, when I rebranded my company and shut um, my first company that I started in 2012 down and rebranded and relaunched in 2017 officially, mm -hmm. um, I really wanted to focus on me as mm -hmm. in my field. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm starting to gain traction in that area, so. Seriously traction. I mean, if memory serves me properly, and please correct me if I'm wrong. For those of you who haven't noticed, yes, I've got a head cold, so Z's keeping me on track because clarity right now is not my friend. So, so Z, please keep me straight on this. Um, I recall seeing you post about a month or so ago, you got awarded a pretty big contract with the city of LA, the county of LA, the water district, something like that. Is that accurate? Oh, it was with the California Off-Road Equipment Initiative with CalSAR. Yep. And I was awarded that initiative. It was a $44 million fund that was dispersed to business owners to help them convert their fossil fuel equipment mm -hmm. to clean uh, tech. So whether it was a rail yard or a, a food truck, a refrigerator truck, or just a whole uh, host of different functionalities, mm -hmm. uh, they were given uh, vouchers to purchase approved equipment. So nice. 
that was a fun experience building out that website. You know, it's it's always great doing projects where people have budget and they know what they want and mm -hmm. they're willing and able to communicate clearly. So when I so, have to mind read, that's when it gets <laughs> to be a challenge. <laughs> so I, I specifically asked that question because, you know, in my humble opinion, one of the mistakes that entrepreneurs make is they set the bar too low and they either hit it or they just miss. And, you know, I haven't known you very long. However, when I met you, I'm a really good read of people and you're dynamic, you're energetic, you're very empowered, you got a strong mindset and you shoot for the moon. And, and I've, I've kind of been watching you through, throughout your journey um, since we've met. And that was one thing that I absolutely loved for you is, or loved about you, is that you're not afraid to go after it. No, I'm not. It's and a my whole mom, MIT thing. <laughs> my mom, I hate to put my mom on the spot, but uh -oh. that's one of the things that she loves but hates about me is that mm -hmm. I'm so determined. But it's like, what can I say? There you go. And you know, it's I know funny. what I like. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. So, so if 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 you guys are listening right now and you kind of find yourself always asking for those onesie twosie things or looking for the onesie twosie things, take note from from what Z's talking about because reality is absolutely continue to pursue the the small items because they're going to put food on your plate today, and also go after the Godzillas of business because reality is they'll feed you for a lifetime. And the bigger you can think, the bigger you can pursue, in my humble opinion. Right, so I mean, I have had such a wide range of clients from multinational corporations. Um, like I, was, I did um, the social media and uh, SEO for uh, Tatang, which is based out of Taiwan, but has an office in Long Beach. Mm -hmm. um, that's their North American base. I've worked with, you know, solopreneurs, small businesses. I've worked with quite a, a wide gambit of people who want to do, you know, their SEO and website design and mm -hmm. outsource it. So that title, you know, sell without selling, you know, when I, when I started this new brand, the SEO queen, and I really wanted to, you know, get some traction, you know, sell without selling was definitely my goal. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I built that, the one company up in two years to, you know, half a million dollars in recurring revenue, it, it was really a grind. Yeah. I mean, it was really a grind. I mean, I literally hardly slept. I was talking to people around the world, around the clock. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of work, a lot of time. Yeah, it is. Which it I'm is. really not willing to do now. <laughs> Being honest. Yeah, yeah. Like I had a client today that I kind of wrapped up their project and, and gave them some advice on how to use a VA to mm -hmm. continue. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm really just at the point where I want to do work that, you know, really helps companies. And that also, you know, brings me joy and satisfaction. So yeah, you, you're looking for a win-win at a minimum or a win-win-win. Right, win. right, yeah, right. Absolutely. absolutely. That's what business has to be. 
Yes. So, so Ziam, uh, for, for those of you who don't know, you know, when, when we think of MIT, when we think of IT people, when we think of those computer people, the, 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 the people behind the scenes, you, you think of those people that, that are just the, the computer type, the quiet, the silent, the, the, the nerd. Yes, there, you said it. And let me tell you, Z is far from that. She, well, I'm a nerd. I'm just I, not your typical nerd. There you go. Okay. I'm such a nerd. Like <laughs> I love Star Trek, sci-fi. That's yeah. I'm a <laughs> So don't get so, it twisted. <laughs> no, no. You know what? Hey, when, when it comes right down to it, you know, because because the industry I'm in, speaking training and neurolinguistics programming, neurolinguistics programming is is a very intense science. And when it comes to that science, I am a geek. I nerd out. I am immersed in it to, to the end. And so I get the whole nerd geek thing, you know, and people are like, there's no way you're like that. Yeah, I am. I'm completely outing myself. I am. So I get it. And the, the one thing I like about you is you're so personable. You're so magnetic. You're you're, you're able to really communicate with people. And I'm not saying others can't. I just said, I'm just saying it is easier with you. You're a nerd with a personality. <laughs> so, so Z, what, what inspires you? Cause, cause as you said earlier, you know, endless hours, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, it's not necessarily easy. We jokingly say the entrepreneur and business owner will work 80 hours a week to avoid a 40 hour a week job. What inspires you to get up every day and, and get to it? I have to go back to, you know, why I started being an entrepreneur. So mm -hmm. first of all, it was the fact that, you know, the compensation for the amount of time and effort I was putting in to me was not worth it. Mm -hmm. And two, I worked the, I think it was the second agency I worked for that wasn't my own. I got into a situation where this, this guy who couldn't get accepted to MIT, I asked him some technical questions and some of the answers he gave me, I, I really had no respect for, but he was my boss. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I wanted to avoid situations like that. So um, I just had to put my big girl panties on and be the boss. That mm -hmm. was the only option I really saw because, you know, I just didn't want to be put in a position where I could not express my full professional potential. Mm -hmm. That I just didn't want to go to a job or be in a situation where I was resentful. It's like, you know, with, and, th and that's another thing. It's like, when you work for someone else, you know, eventually if they want to change direction or the market shifts, they'll let you go. Yeah. I'm not firing me. Yeah. Yeah, Clients may come and go, but I always have, I have my affiliate sites, I have products, I have my services. So for me, it's like, yeah, so it's, it's a little bit thin at the beginning, but in the future, I know that a lot of great things are, are going to happen and have happened. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. So, so what do you think has been key in your journey to success? Asking questions realizing what I don't know. And if I don't know what I don't know, asking what is it that I'm missing? Mm -hmm. And just asking those questions has been a game changer. Mm -hmm. 
I'm in quite a few masterminds right now for, for different things and mm -hmm. up-leveling my skills, keeping up with the latest things in the market is so important. It's all that's, so important. So that's gotta be really hard in your arena because it's constantly changing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is constantly changing and it and it does get get pricey, but to me it's it's worth it. I mean, mm -hmm. I've spent, you know, to go through uh college, that was over a hundred thousand dollars. So mm -hmm. that was an incredible investment. So five, ten thousand here and there, that's not <laughs> that's peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny that it, it's one of the things I, I've noticed constantly is that the business owner, the sales professional, the entrepreneur today is so reluctant on investing in themselves. And what they fail to realize is the more they invest in themselves and their business, the further they're going to go. Because as you stated, they don't know what they don't know. And it's what we don't know that we don't know that holds us back. Right. And when I, when, when my eyes were really open, like I remember this conversation I had years ago when I had my first marketing company and I was talking to this, uh, I think she was a government analyst and I was on this committee that was helping to reconfigure the Pontiac libraries. And we were talking about contracts and she was like, um, are you using these type of contracts? Are you doing this, that, and the other? And that was like a big aha moment because you know, in the midst of me, you know, launching my first um, company, part of my onboarding process was flawed. And mm -hmm. she opened my eyes to that. Like I never took a contracts class in college. Mm -hmm. I never understood or was taught like the importance of a contract. Right. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like, I, I have to use the contracts and even, even sometimes those contracts don't completely protect you, but you know, they help most people. Mm -hmm. I would say 80, 90% of people honor their word. And when yeah. they find they honor that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have the same experience. We, uh, in, in our trainings, we offer a, an interest-free payment plan and we allow mm -hmm. people to make payments interest-free because we know that that sometimes for people making a large investment in themselves is, mm -hmm. is I'm going to say in air quotes, scary or intimidating. So right. we'll, we'll help people by investing in them so that they can invest in themselves. And, and, and I have to tell you, I've had business coaches of mine push back on me about, about that philosophy. And mm -hmm. fast forward 10 years later, I think I can count the number of times on one hand I've been burned. And, you know, we've had a solid contract and the contracts have held up in court, right? To have, a th you know, thousands of people go through our program and to, to have five or less people that's not follow phenomenal. through. It's, yeah. it's incredible. That is you know? incredible. Yeah, it really is. You know, I, I think for the most part, people show up for the right reasons. They, they, they really Absolutely. do. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, my philosophy with, with, you know, my business is, you know, if, if you're not winning, then I haven't done my job. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I love it. How, how has failure helped you achieve success? That's a good question. <laughs> so I think for me, oh man, there's so many times where I, I thought I had just, it was over. Amen to that. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the first time 
was when I got, I got really sick as an undergrad and I had a withdrawal from school. So I took like a year off and then I came back. When I came back, I got straight A's that term. Nice. Cause I was so scared to do anything outside of class. So all I did was class. <laughs> <laughs> I got straight A's that term. <laughs> nice. And, and how about yeah, in business? In my and then um, I think the next time I had um, a major failure is uh, I felt like failures when I gave birth to my daughter and 14 days later I was diagnosed um, bipolar uh -huh. so I thought my life was over and the psychiatrist and the doctors were like oh you're going to be on medication you're going to be you know all these things at one point the doctor said don't even leave your house and I was like I can't live like this right I could not live like this yeah so what I ended up doing is I got a soul coach many years later. It took, it took the chain of events on how we found each other. I'm not going to go into that, but mm -hmm. I got with Dr. Staples and she helped me to just really understand things about myself that is like people talk about, you know, humanity from a scientific standpoint in mm -hmm. college you know, going to church, we talk about some of the spiritual part, but she actually just brought everything together in a way that made so much sense to me through the Supreme Love Project. And it's been a game changer. Nice. Nice. I love changer. that. I love that. So that's, that's, you know, I, you know, right before I signed up for her course, I was in relationship and this guy had cheated on me with, I don't know how many women. And it was just a horrible just experience. And I just like, I, I don't want to go through this again. Mm -hmm. And going through the Supreme Love Project, it really helped me to be more in tune with myself and my boundaries and to be committed to those, those that. boundaries. Nice. So, so see, you, you help business owners and businesses and entrepreneurs achieve success. So I'm really curious, what, what does success mean to you? I think success can be defined a multitude of ways. Enjoying the journey and mm -hmm. having clarity, that's a success. Mm -hmm. Making a lot of money, obviously, that's a yeah. success. It, it's a measurement tool. Right, Absolutely. it's a measurement tool. But for me, my happiness is knowing that when I wake up, when I get to work, it's because I made that choice and it's not something I have to do. I get to do it. And it's for me, it's just being grateful every day. Like I'm so grateful for my son, even though he's, you know, we're knocking the rough edges off, but he's a good kid. He's a phenomenal yeah. kid. He's so smart, so creative. How old are your kids? Um, my son is six and my daughter is 17. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's been a learning experience, but you know, for me, success is really just, it's gratitude. It's being able to be grateful because things could always be worse. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so I'm curious, you know, you, you deal with a lot of businesses and a lot of entrepreneurs and sales professionals, just like I do, mm -hmm. you know, the statistics, 97%, unfortunately don't make it. 
why, why do you think so many fail and fail to recover from failing? <sighs> Some people let their ego get in the way. Mm. And they're hard-headed. Yep. Some entrepreneurs are hard-headed and don't listen to good advice. <laughs> yep. I think others, like I've seen some really phenomenal entrepreneurs who dotted their I's and crossed their T's go out of business. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's literally out of their control. Mm -hmm. So I've seen different scenarios happen. But I mean, there's there's one entrepreneur I'm thinking of right now and man, it's just, it's crazy. The business, being in business is so unpredictable and a lot of it is luck, but a lot of it is hard work. So, so I'd like to talk about that because I, I almost, almost, there's part of it I, I agree with and then part of it I disagree with. So, so unpredictable. I believe that, that being a business owner and an entrepreneur, that the environment around us can absolutely be unpredictable. You know, we, right. we couldn't control the pandemic or, or what, what happened to the global economy because of it. However, right. we can absolutely control how we respond to it. Right. And, and how, how we respond to it determines the predictability or unpredictability from that point forward. Some people shut down with fear. Right. Where right. others step back and and they they look at everything and they say, OK, what I did before can still work here, but it might not work here. So then they allow themselves to I'm going to say in air quotes pivot. Right. Mm -hmm. The name of my company's pivot point advantage. I, I named my company that well over 12 years ago because I believe that to be successful, to be an entrepreneur, to be a business person to be a business owner, you must be able to pivot on a dime. And, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, and sure. so, so, so when I say I agree and I disagree, I, I agree about the unpredictability. I just also believe that even though things can be unpredictable, we can still control how we respond to it so that we can step back. And then I'll say in air quotes, control the outcome. Right. right. You know, for, for, for some people, you know, like if, if you look at restaurants, there were some restaurants early on that said, you know what, you may not be able to sit in here, but I can offer everything for takeout. Mm -hmm. And, and so, so there were restaurants out there that pivoted really quick to, right. to, to streamline. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I, I guess that's that's where I want people to really understand that it doesn't really matter what's going on. What matters is what it is you're willing to do about what's going on. Right. And I think, you know, the thing that I've seen, you know, hinder entrepreneurs is how controversial they are or if they make political statements like um, yep. one big case that's been in the news recently was Nick Cannon. He made some statements that um, where he lost hosting Wild and Out. And I think for entrepreneurs, I, there was this one group I was involved in in LinkedIn and I ended up leaving the group mm -hmm. because I felt like the entrepreneurs in that group were inauthentic and were not willing to speak out against things that to me were intuitively obvious and should not be controversial at all. Yeah, And yeah. so I think... Um, you know, just having the intuition to understand that 
is important, but sometimes you, you know, as an entrepreneur, you, you face a, a hit because of where you stand on certain issues. So um, I think, especially with the whole, you know, Black Lives Matter issue and, and things, it's, you know, I think for entrepreneurs, I would urge any new brand to be conservative in their speech and as they grow and, and vibe more with their tribe, then they can be a little bit more woo-woo or whatever it is. But if you state your opinion about something that's a really a hot button issue for people, you're gonna get some blowback. Absolutely, absolutely. And so I've been, I've been trying to avoid any of that with my business because my business is, you know, I've worked with people from all kinds of walks of life. You know, so I don't, I don't have an issue with it because, you know, at the end of the day, my, my standpoint is that we're all people, yeah. humans that all deserve love and respect. Amen. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, I get, I get blowback a lot uh, because people want to know why I don't advocate uh, the, the GLBTQ community more. And it's not that I don't, it's, I mean, reality is I, I'm kind of a walking billboard for the community. I, I can't hide my lifestyle because I'm very comfortable just being me and I allow me to be me. That doesn't mean I have to be vocal about it. It doesn't mean I have to be political about it. It just means that I'm okay being me and those who are going to be okay with being me will resonate with me and those who don't won't. It doesn't mean right. that I need a bullhorn to scream it out. I mean, I, I can think of some entrepreneurs right now who um, are very opinionated and are yeah. rude and cut people off in discussions all the time. Like I was in a meeting the other day and <laughs> it's nice to be nice, you know, yeah. just be nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in your world, the, the, the whole problem I'll say with your world is once you put it out there, you can't retract it. Oh no. Once you put something out there on social media, that's it. Yeah. I, I remember, I think it was my grandmother that taught me when I was really little, say it, forget it, write it, regret it. And I have, I have resonated that in my head forever so whenever we put anything in writing on social media or a website or a blog or anything it's kind of like oh do I really want that there forever <laughs> right right I know if if we lived in the age that if I lived in this tech age when I was going through undergrad mm -hmm. <laughs> I would have flowed a lot different <laughs> Ooh, MIT may have in undergrad. <laughs> Ooh, I had a big mouth. So Ooh, I, I, I would, I would be typing. You know that me <laughs> with the cat going like this. That was me in, in, in undergrad. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So so let's let's geek out for a sec, okay? Let's talk about SEO and success. So so what part does does SEO SEM, social media, all of that, what part does that play to someone's ability to achieve what it is they wanted to achieve? Well, SEO is important because uh, people, before they purchase from you, they want to see if, who you are. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there's such a wide amount, wide ranging scammers online. It's important yeah. for you to show your face and show who you are online as mm -hmm. a business owner. Um, I feel uncomfortable dealing with, if I go to a website and I don't see any names, I don't see any faces. And if I can't go on LinkedIn and find that person, I'm reluctant to do business because I'm like, okay, who do I know right. in my network that knows them? Are they at least two or three degrees separated from me? Like, do they have any recommendations? So, you know, when people are considering, you know, spending their hard earned dollars with you, it's important to make them feel comfortable knowing that you're there mm -hmm. and consistently showing up, at least sharing your website content on your social media is a minimum. Um, I think, you know, SEO is powerful because you, when you're on Google page one for your brand name, that gives you credibility, it gives you visibility. Um, when you're on social media and you're visible, that sends social signals to your to Google for your website, so you rank higher in that regard. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to SEM, it's you know, uh, seven point nine four percent of people who are searching on a given term, if you're ranked one for a paid ad on Google, will click on your ad. Mm -hmm. So if you're organically ranked, thirty three point Point three percent will click on you if you're ranked number one organically. Wow. So if you're doing both, that's almost 50% of the traffic. Wow, that's phenomenal statistics. So so how do you help people? I mean, you know, there, there are a lot of people in the digital world that, that make a lot of claims, right? Uh, trust me, I've kissed a lot of frogs. So, so how are you different? Well, I think a lot of people, when they get into uh, the SEO and the digital space, they know how to talk the talk, mm -hmm. but they really don't have um, a track record. Mm -hmm. I think if you look at, if you look at just, you know, Googling the SEO queen, you'll see that I'm number one in everywhere. Mm -hmm. So with any and then I also have on my YouTube channel I have a list of keywords that I've gotten on Google page one um, one brand in particular I worked with in the past Jovino they actually have their products in Walmart now so Jovino is a natural um, pomade and they were one of my clients one of the first clients I took on when I launched relaunched uh, my brand and I got them on Google page one Mm -hmm. And you can see those keywords in that video that I, nice. um, that I ranked and, you know, I just have a track record. I, I know what I'm doing. I, I go to, I've, I've written a book about SEO, mm -hmm. I do webinars on SEO. I mean, mm -hmm. I try to collect as many testimonials as possible and keep a running tally of all the keywords I've gotten on Google page one. It's been a lot. Yeah. So, a lot, so a lot of rankings. So for someone starting out, what mm -hmm. advice do you have to give them when it comes to the whole digital marketing world? Well, number one, don't be paralyzed into inaction. Mm. Okay. Move. Number two, identify at least 25 keywords that your ideal prospect is looking for you by. Okay. And identify your best hashtags as well. So when you post on social media, you can get that visibility. So mm -hmm. I actually have a keyword suggestion tool that you can use on my website, seoqueen.com 
So you can go there, you can go to Google's keyword uh, discovery tool as well. If you have a uh, AdWords account, you can access it there. Uh, it's called a keyword planner. Um, I would identify those keywords and then I would use those keywords in my copy, make it unique, make it engagement, show your expertise. And then finally, I would make sure that I've submitted that website to Google to Google by using the Google Analytics and the Google Webmaster Tools. Now, if you can just do just that mm -hmm. and share your pages from your website or your social media, you will get some visibility. Nice, nice, that's great advice. So, you know, we, we talked about earlier the immense amount of hours it took to, to build a business of, of, of your success. What, what kept you motivated through that besides your $100,000 MIT bill? <laughs> Well, what kept me motivated and what keeps me motivated is that I know when I'm helping small companies win, that this is having a big impact. When I was working at Raytheon, I felt like a, a cog in a big machine. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I really wasn't having a significant impact beyond my pocketbook. And so now I'm able to help so many businesses and it's like changing businesses, growing businesses, and we're growing together. It's it's awesome. It's mm -hmm. like a community. It's like um, my clients are like my tribe. It's like my my colleagues, and it's it's a whole different dynamic than the whole you know employee employee yep. situation. It's just yep. so much more respect, so much more love, so much more positivity, and I really enjoy connecting with other entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So so on that note, how has networking helped you achieve the levels of success that you have so far? Networking is, if you're not networking, mm -hmm. you're leaving money on the table. Amen to that. So what is networking Amen. to you? It's relationship building. It's my social life, really. <laughs> I get it. Absolutely before, get it. before my boo came along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was my social calendar right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, when I first started building Pivot Point, I went to three networking meetings a day, four to five times a week, mostly four, because it was hard to find networking meetings on Monday, mm -hmm. easier on Friday, but I couldn't always find three. And, and I bootstrapped Pivot Point Success because I was coming off of an embezzlement and 16 cents in the bank and filing bankruptcy. Oh, so yeah. for me, for me, I had to, had to figure out a way to bootstrap my success. And you're right. right. I was working so much that networking became my social life. My friends became my work and my work became my friends and it all just kind of blended and morphed into what it is today, a seven figure business and thousands of amazing, blessed, grateful relationships. I'm just. Right. For me, being a part of Connected Women of Influence and the LA Self Chamber, like I will always be a member of those two organizations mm -hmm. because they've been just a tremendous help from doing, you know, Sue Talks with Connected Women Influence, doing Women Lead Radio, and then just meeting so many phenomenal 
people like Deborah Thorne, Eva Venari, uh, Monique Guzman, mm -hmm. and then LA South Chamber with Dexter McCloy and just meeting Adrian Valise and working with the Macedonia uh, Community Development Corporation. And um, that's how I got connected to the um, Valley Economic Development Center and just mm -hmm. so many things. It's been it's been a great experience and people buy from those that they like, know, and trust and networking is a phenomenal way to establish that. Yeah. So in, in today's environment where it's the mandated stay at home, stay safe at home orders, mm -hmm. how do you network today? On Zoom. Yeah. Amen. So many people are complaining about it. And I'm like, why are you complaining about the tool? You don't have to drive you? anywhere. You don't I have to know. Ass. I'm loving it. <laughs> I know. I, I find myself, yeah, there's Zoom butt and yeah, there's Zoom fatigue. And I find myself far more productive because you're right. I don't have to drive Me an hour too. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the process of finishing up a book. Nice. Actually, I have two books that are going to be coming out within the next, hopefully, few months. Nice. Yeah. So I just, I just hired a virtual assistant. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh, I need some help. Yeah. So I'm just excited about that. Yeah. So I know, I know your uh, six-year-old son is very, very close to you right now in proximity. What mm -hmm. advice do you have to give the moms who are mompreneurs pursuing success with small children at home besides vodka? <laughs> I prefer champagne. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and I have a small bottle and a big bottle in my fridge waiting. Giddy up. <laughs> Take the edge off a little bit every now and then. But <laughs> but uh, the advice I would give is you have to schedule time to take a break. Yeah. And one thing I've been doing is when I actually do eat lunch, I eat lunch with my son. Nice. Yeah. So he loves that. And um, I, we work near each other. So when I like look up briefly for air, I, I, I ask him, are you doing your work? Doing your work? <laughs> so I'm like all day, I'm like kind of ear hustling with mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, sometimes you win some, you lose some, but, you know, I think for me, this whole COVID thing and the, and the kids learning, it's, this is, this is a time where I have given myself permission to give us some grace, Yeah, I'll give them a little grace. Cause you know, being an MIT alumni, yep. education is extremely important. Yeah, I figured. And I know I could be a little about it. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> I try to loosen up just a little bit, but I've talked to some other parents and some of their kids can't even stay on Zoom. So I think I'm fortunate that my son actually can, you know, stay in his class mm -hmm. duration. And he is learning a lot. He just, he's at the age where he needs a lot of repetition. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I told him if, if we have to do summers for a few years until you get where you need to be, that's what we'll do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I I was looking for a tutor. Um, so I think, you know, investing in your kids is important too. So agreed. Absolutely agreed. 
when I was bootstrapping Pivot Point, Kiana was uh, six. She mm -hmm. was just, I believe, just entering first grade-ish, give or take. I remember picking her up, sitting her down at the dining room table, and then I'd sit next to her and she'd do her work, her work and I would do my work. And, that, and that's how we worked. And, you know, it, it created- That works a lot. It does. That really is powerful. Yeah, it, it creates great discipline. And, you know, that fast forward today, she's 20. She's going to school full-time at Cal State Fullerton, majoring in entrepreneurism. As a matter of fact, she just recently did an interview with me. Uh, wow, that's awesome. I know, it was really awesome. Anytime she comes to one of my boot camps or one of my events, uh, the people that talk with her always say, oh my gosh, you, you talk differently. I wish I knew what you knew at 20. So, mm -hmm. so you know, she doesn't know any better. And I brought her up in a mindset environment, right? Right. So, right. so we, we named the episode program to pursue success. And she was so nervous. Um, she, so, so she goes to school full-time at Cal State Fullerton. She's majoring in entrepreneurism and she works for me full-time. Oh, okay, okay. I'm grooming her to take over the business, but she's going to earn it. So she's right. starting from the bottom up and, right. you know, right now she's handling the operations and the student coordination and she's handling my franchise territories and she's doing the admin. She, she, she's got a full plate. Anytime she feels herself pulling back and getting into the negative mindset, she just mm -hmm. puts herself in check. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I have to do this. It's I get to do this because reality right. is mom could hire somebody else. And I don't have the opportunity to take over a successful business. Right. So I love that, that you're working with your kid and, and developing that, that discipline at such an early age, because that's right. really what it is. It's self-discipline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, for since since my daughter is so much older and she lives with her father and he lives with, with me, he's, he's like the only child and he is by himself a lot. And I realize that I am his social life. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, as a, as a mom, as a mompreneur, you know, I think the kids are really missing and suffering from the lack of interaction with kids their own age. Yeah. Just being mindful of that and spending time with your kids is so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and also remembering and understanding what you're going through. They're going through even more. Right. Because they do need more of that 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 physical stimulation, that social interaction and mm -hmm kids aren't meant to be cooped up in four walls. No, they're not. And I, I love to garden. And mm -hmm. so I know he has a, a blast when we go out into the garden and nice. run around and plays with his ball. And sometimes he helps, but yeah. <laughs> this is the signature question of our show. And it's one of my favorite to ask. So Z, what does sell without selling mean to you? Sell without selling means to me that you clearly let your expertise shine so much that you are like a magnet mm -hmm. I love it. for the outcome that you desire. 
I absolutely love it. You know, reality is if you're stepping into a buy sell encounter and you have to go through the whole bells and whistles of doing a presentation to, to steer somebody into a corner to close them, then you've really done both of you an injustice. If you've got the mindset to support your skill set and your knowledge, and you truly are an expert in your field, and you're the best of the best, you'll understand your prospective clients' needs, wants, and desires, and be able to match it to your product, service, and solution so that you're not selling to them, they're actually buying from you. Right, right, exactly. So that's, that's, that has been the goal of my brand and I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> well, I love it. So, so Z, welcome to the random round. See, I believe that that success leaves clues. And, and I believe that our listeners can extract very specific information from our experts and then apply it to themselves to help pursue the success that they've always wanted and dreamed of, desired, and deserved. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here. So, so the, the first question is, what's your morning routine look like? Ideally or in reality? <laughs> How about both? <laughs> okay. Ideally, I'll wake up, go into my prayer closet, listen to my music, pray, do a little journaling, and get up and do some exercise. But in reality, I lay in my bed, say my prayers, and then I look at my phone and start answering social media emails. Okay. <laughs> Until he wakes up and then I get him into class and continue working on client projects. I so it. at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like really super good at like giving myself time to really like roll into my day. But lately I've been kind of like waking up and just running, 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 running. <laughs> okay, so my next my next random round question is what is your favorite word and why? My favorite word? Yes, ma'am. What is your favorite mm. word and why? I'm gonna have to go back to AP English. I was in AP English in high school mm -hmm. and I learned this word. I learned this word and it's, and it's just stuck with me. And the word is procure, mm -hmm. which means to get. Yes. And I like to get free traffic to help my clients get more visibility, that. credibility and profitability online. I love that Z, great answer. <laughs> so, so Z, it's been phenomenal talking with you today and I really appreciate you coming on the show and even your son making the guest appearance that he did a couple of minutes ago. What, what's the best way for our listeners to find you, get a hold of you if they wanna reach out to you? The best way to connect with me is online. Mm -hmm. Connect with me on LinkedIn, the SEO Queen, uh, SEOQueen.com. You can connect with me on Instagram at the SEO Queen, mm -hmm. Facebook at the SEO Queen, LinkedIn mm -hmm. at the SEO Queen. Only my website is SEO Queen. 
But technically, you can reach me on theseoqueen.com, theseoqueen.net, and seoqueen.com. So fantastic. You, you will you. find me either way or just Google me. There you go. So Z, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks so much. And hey, for our listeners, your success is important to me. And it's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are valuable to you. And I'd love for you to do three things right now. First, I'd love for you to hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. That's hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. Next, I'd like for you to jump over to the Facebook platform, jump over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. We have an immense amount of interaction on both platforms and we keep it fresh and we love to engage. Last and definitely not least, I'd love to chat with you and get feedback on the episodes and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make this more powerful and helpful to achieving the success that you've always dreamed of, desired, and know you deserve. Head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. Let's get a 15 minute call on the schedule. Always remember this choice is a powerful thing, and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so that you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication, or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.